We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here to talk money from BECU, please welcome Todd. I invented numbers so I know how this stuff works. Peach! Wow, that's new. Fancy. Oh, yeah, buddy. I gotta like it. Oh, see that? You invented numbers. You I know do. things. Yeah. yeah. I got some more numbers. I didn't, I didn't know you invented numbers. You, you, and you have more numbers you invented? What numbers you got with you today? <laughs> well, we did a, a study with Nielsen, a national study. Then we drilled down on, at a local level here on for millennials. And on the home buying process, it's that, it's that time of year. You know, think people are thinking about moving and buying. Yeah, but, buying, buying houses, uh, that's, uh, that's big doings these yeah, days. Yeah, but for, what's interesting is 40% of the millennials, so those are like 24, 34-year-olds, right? All right. Uh, say renting... Uh, is better an option than buying a house. Really? Yeah. Then you ask them, okay, what do you know about it, right? How, what do you know about it? Well, 67%, they're not knowledgeable about the home buying process. So they, so, don't, they don't know why... Yeah, renting is better because they don't know anything about the house. That oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting, oh. isn't it? I, I put it off for a long. I was in my thirties when I finally was like, after people just browbeating me about buy a house, buy a house, you can yeah. afford it, buy a house, and I'm like, I don't know, because it's overwhelming. Yeah, when, it you, is. when you before you, if you don't know anything about it, you're just right. like, oh man, like. What am I supposed to do? I don't want to deal with all this paperwork. Yeah, yeah, but but as we know, right? Over the long term, it's, yeah. it's a great investment, and and you, you know you don't have to worry about that rent going up, you know, every year. And, yeah, we were just talking, uh, we were talking with Matt here and working the board just about how the rent prices. I don't even know how people afford rent right now in in the Seattle area. I'm looking at some of the prices for rent. That's because the the, the, the housing market's pretty crazy. Yeah. Too. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. It's, but it's just nuts to yeah. see because I'm like, wow. Like I remember when I was living in downtown in Queen Anne and it was like you could get a good one bedroom apartment for like 600 bucks. Right. I, mean, I don't even think you could get like a closet right now for six hundred bucks in Queen Anne. <laughs> yeah, you're right, dude. It's uh, well, maybe if if you know you have six other people sharing the closet with you. I yeah, don't know. that's yeah. a good point. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's the, you know when you got a great city, that's the, that's big city living, you know. Yeah. And you take a look at how Bellevue is blowing up, and you know uh, Tacoma is always a good option. I mean, you know, to, people are loving Tacoma because you know it's affordable yeah. and it's it's a big enough city that you can do stuff without having to go to Seattle. Yep. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that's what we have to do. Move to the suburbs, right, and get some good transportation in, into yep. into your work. That's the key. So, Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why, you know what, uh, Tacoma, I, I'm keeping my eye on Tacoma. Tacoma's awesome, Yeah, man. I'm keeping my eye on it. I think Tacoma's going to start booming because uh, if these house prices stay oh, the way they are. it already is, dude. I've yeah, seen. people are going to say, forget it. We're yeah. going to Tacoma and making this a, making this a joint. Yeah. Sixth Ave is pretty fun. Yeah, and Swellview, forget about it. I, I can't even drive into Bellevue anymore without them. They're charging me to even drive now. As soon as I as soon as I hit the Bellevue city limits, they go, "That'll be five dollars, sir." So yeah, Bellevue's uh, Bellevue's out of reach. I mean, I'm, you have to start looking yeah. at Everett too. I think Everett yeah. also is an, a big opportunity for Everett because Seattle is expensive, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree. So, so Todd is here. That's really interesting stuff. The fact that millennials. Don't know why they don't want to buy a house, but they don't want to buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> Probably be good to find out what buying a house is all about, just to make sure that you're not yeah. making the wrong move. Exactly. Well, one person who just said, I'm 21, I'm moving to Vancouver for a new job that I'll be making four grand a month. Do I rent an apartment, a house, or do I buy a house? Vancouver, Washington? 
or Vancouver, BC? I'm guessing Vancouver, Washington. Oh. Well, because that, that is a big difference. Because yeah. that, Vancouver, BC, good luck finding anything. <laughs> yeah, I hear the house prices over there are even more yeah. insane. Uh, if you know you're going to live in Vancouver, Washington, like you know you're going to be there for a while, I, I got to be thinking, get a house if you well, can, right? I, mean, I think that's the key with any ha- with any purchase of a house, right? How long are you going to be there? If, yeah. you, if you're going to, if you don't know, you're going to be there six months, a year or two. Well, mm. maybe buying isn't the right right decision, right? But if you're going to, you know, be there for Five years, ten years, or you don't really know. Um, you know that can be something you really want to take a serious look at buying a house. I mean, it, the, and we have we'll, we'll get to you, Eric, and Gig Harbor. But I mean, really, the the optimal way to buy, if you can, is you is you uh, are able to buy a home that you can make double the payments on, so that yeah, you have a thirty year, but you if you can pay it off in fifteen, that that's the optimal, isn't it, Todd? Um, there's different strategies, but definitely that is the safest option is you know paying that down. someday you're you're you own the home and you don't have to worry you know you, just you have save to- so much interest if you can really make double the payments i know it's challenging yep. but sometimes people buy too big of a house and you go dude yep. if you went and bought half the half the house you have mm-hmm. you, you then could take that mortgage that you were going to pay but instead it'd be like double payments for the and you you pay off all that interest because yeah. the double payment goes towards the principal yeah. yeah, I mean a good part of it. House poor people, right? They, yeah. They, yeah, they put pay too much, and then they want to go buy all this other stuff, and then they get themselves into best trouble, thing I so. ever did. Because I mean, I I wanted to, buy, I thought I'll buy this real fancy play. I want to do it, and you know, but it was all the houses were expensive. It was before the you know before everything fell down in two thousand nine, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that I didn't buy too crazy of a house because yeah. I was able then to do that, and I was on a path of making those double payments because of it because I bought a house that was reasonable, not a house that I could have. Yeah, and I then, mean the bank told. I could have it, but boy, I would have been in really bad shape if I listened to the bank, right? Because it wasn't BECU; it was somebody else who wasn't a credit union, and that's what I love about BECU because you would never have told me to buy that stupid house that I couldn't yeah. afford. Really, well, the other thing we don't realize is maintenance, right? So the double the house comes oh, yeah. double utility bills. When you need a new roof, it's going to cost you more. Painting, everything's going to cost more, right? So. Yeah. Um, that's the other factor that goes into the, you know, your investment. So, Let's go to Eric. Yeah. Uh, we're on with Todd from BECU.org. Don't forget, man, anybody can join BECU as long as you live, worship, uh, attend school here in Washington State. Anybody can join BECU, and they're a great credit union. Eric in Gig Harbor, you are on the rock. Hey, how you doing today? Not too bad, <laughs> Eric. What's your question for Todd? Uh, Todd, I just uh, I, uh, inherited a IRA and a non-IRA. I guess the non-IRA is... Um, uh, spread across different type of investments, mm-hmm. but you know, I was told that I need to get a financial advisor because I just don't, you know, and I've never had to have a financial advisor, so I'm not sure. After looking mm-hmm. at my 401k with my company, I mean, overall last year they had it all spread out, and I lost a percent, mm-hmm. not knowing the market whether they. How old? How old are you, Eric? I'm 48, and you don't and have a financial guy at all. Wow. No, I've just been a blue-collar guy and saved my money, and, uh, you know, I've had a few investments here and there, but I, I don't know the market and things well enough to... You know, I, 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 Todd, I want to quickly comment on what Eric had to say, just because, yeah. you know, blue-collar, I don't care what collar you are, you know, we having a financial coach, it doesn't matter what you make, mm-hmm. it does it. And a lot of people think they got to make a lot of money to have a financial coach, but that really isn't true, is it? No, not at all. I mean, it, you know, everybody should, it doesn't matter what you make. There's people who make a ton of money, right, and then they don't, they don't know what to do do with it and they end up in debt. So, you know, how much money you make really isn't reflective of what the future and how you're going to reach your goals. It's what your strategy is and what you do to get there. So a couple things there. So you're 48. Um, on the um, inherited IRA, you're going to have to start to take required min- required minimum distributions. So you're going to want to get some counsel, some tax advice on that. 
Um, cause that's going to, that, that will come into play now on the non IRA. That's basically just money, right? That it's, it's an investment account that you've inherited. Yeah. Okay. So that one you you have a lot of options with. Um, we need to sit down and kind of look at your overall where you're at today from your investments and your goals. Um, so so we can come up with a strategy. If you want to email me, I'm happy to get you into um, in contact with somebody that can uh, you know meet with you for free or whatever, talk to you, give you some guidance as and, well. And appreciate that, Eric. And again, I'll put yeah. you on hold so Rev can tell you exactly how to email Todd how to do that. That's a beautiful thing about like BECU and other credit unions is that you can really I mean once you become a member, you get access to a lot of stuff that yeah. you know that that you wouldn't think you would need, or you go, I don't know if I can afford. Like financial help, I mean, you know, it's not just about well, all right, put my money in a bank. You guys really help folks with the idea of okay, here's how to really be good with the money well, you're getting. I mean, at, at the bottom, we're not for profit, BJ, so we're not here trying to say how can we maximize our pricing to get the bottom line. At the end of the day, everything goes back to the membership, and that's that's how we look at all of our decisions and how we work things. How can we help our members um, reach their goals? What's in their best interest? Not, you know, we don't care about our best you interest. Because you know, at the end of the day, we're all family. You know right? that's un-American, don't you, Todd? Caring about people and having a business <laughs> where you want to take care of the customer? That's un-American, yeah, Todd. I, I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. Well, maybe, maybe America should be all co-ops because yeah. that's what we are, right? I don't understand <laughs> this co-op attitude where be like the people that yeah. do business with the people that are doing business do business yeah. nicely and take care of each other. Right. I don't understand this, and I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid I'm going to yeah. have to kick you off the show. No. Everybody wants chaos. <laughs> let's, let's go to Paris. Uh, ah. BECU.org. Check it out. I mean, it's more like you will get advice like, uh, you know, that last caller could have had, man. I mean, because how great is it? Somebody gives you uh, a retirement account. It's it's basically yeah. what we all want. And, and and you got one now because somebody in, and then you don't have to touch it and you get to have your own retirement this account. This is a great opportunity for you. Yeah. I mean, now with you, all that you, interest that's probably been earning. And now he has an, a, a great oh, opportunity man. to put that to work. To, I want that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was really bad. I didn't save. <laughs> I yeah. want a compounded interest for retirement account, and I want to inherit that. <laughs> I want to be in that family. Yeah. All right, let's go to Paris. Paris and Auburn, you're on with Todd from BECU.org. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. What morning, you got Paris. for us, Paris? Uh, first off, it's Terrence, anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, oh Terrence? Like, uh, like Terrence and Philip. Yeah, Terrence yeah, and Philip. Yeah, there you go. Nice job, Rev. Jesus. <laughs> Paris and Terrence. I thought I was the one with hearing issues. All right, anyway, yeah. Terrence, what you got for us, buddy? All right. Well, I'm a community college over at Green River right now, and uh, I'm going to Eastern in the fall. I wanted to make sure I had everything at least in a good ballpark for uh, when I get there financially. Uh huh. Well, you're a college student. I can't imagine anything's going to be good for you financially. Hope. Right? I mean, let's be honest, Todd, right? It's the toughest part. I love to hear a college student say they want to be financially responsible, but boy, college really the face of that for a lot of college students, doesn't it? Yeah, it's an investment in the future, right? And it's struggling. He struggled. I remember those days. It's struggling to get through, and you're looking, oh, I'm going to make all this money on the other end, but enjoy your time while you're there. That's what I would say um, in, in hindsight. But what's your question, Terrence? So, I mean, I'm part of service, so I got the GI Bill, and I'm also going for the FAFSA stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to uh, ask you, you know, would it be smart to uh, take out a small, you know, nothing more than $10,000 for my first year, and then see if that'll last me for as long as it can, only touch it if I really need to, you know. Uh, you know, the wonderful government's really good about giving us our paychecks on the first of the month, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. If that ever happens, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, have that cover rent, or you know, if I need to uh, pay the you know utilities or whatever. So I wanted to know, you know, is ten thousand dollars a small enough loan where I you know keep it in my back pocket for a rainy day, or do I need to 
maybe jump that up some more. Well, what what is your what were the results from the FAFSA? What did they come back with with uh, expected family contributions slash student loan options? Uh, if I remember, it was somewhere around twelve to thirteen hundred dollars. Was it subsidized or non subsidized? Uh, I got one subsidized and one unsubsidized. The unsubsidized, I think, was sixty five, and the other one was uh, twenty five. Twenty five hundred. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you done kind of like a budget, what you're going to have to spend for rent and utilities and food and books and, and, and that type of thing? Uh, rent, uh, I already got my apartment set up. It's going to be uh, 86 or $860 a month. And then uh, for utilities, I have no idea what that's going to be at. Mm-hmm. Uh, food, I'm probably looking at about 120 to $150 a week. And then uh, uh, the government also gives, a, gives us a $1,000 book, uh, book stipend to use over the year, so as long as you don't use over that thousand dollars for the okay. school or for uh, that year, you're going to be good for books. I think what we need to really just do is put, you know put together a little a budget. So what your income's going to be, what you're going to spend on rent. We can we can estimate utilities, books, food, um, and then see if there's a gap there. And we're going to have to fi- figure out a way to fill in that gap. I like the if we if we need to dig in, we're going to start with that twenty five hundred. Um, twenty five hundred subsidized loan because um, we're not going to be paying any interest on that while while it's there. Um, and then if we need more, we might have to go. We may have to go the other route. But we we want to obviously minimize what we have to borrow. But at the end of the day, Terrence, you're going to have to cover your bills. Todd, is there is there is, is there a could he email you to get info on yeah, how we can yeah. get that budget? All right, yeah. What I'll do, Terrence, Turn I'll put you on hold and Rev will tell you how to email Todd. And if you don't get through in the phone lines, by the way, you can always email Todd. You can just go to kisw.com, scroll down, you'll see Todd's smiling face on one of the banners click on that and it'll take you right to an info page a lot of great links there that will help you get any information you really want about a lot of things financial absolutely free places too you can go to as well as you can email todd todd i think it's important you said it before about the government loan student loans when it comes to bankruptcy and uh, why people have to Mm -hmm. be careful about taking out student loans yes um, student loans are not for the most part are not forgivable in bankruptcy so they will live with you um, forever yeah so i mean man Mm -hmm. i mean if you cannot do a student loan in your life, it would be cool if you don't if you could avoid it. Yeah, I mean, it, absolutely. But they're there for a reason, and we obviously want to lean on the government loans first, right? Really, don't want to go the private route if at all possible. Um, and you know, but it's investment in your future. So you know, Terrence, and congratulations. That's awesome. You're you're going to college, and um, you're gonna, you're going to make more money and have a better life in the long run because of it. So. Yeah, Todd, as usual, the time has flown. But again, you can always email Todd. Just go to uh, KISW.com, and, and you can just click on the Todd link, and he'll answer whatever questions you have. And uh, don't forget, BECU.org, man. Uh, uh, credit Union is awesome, and BECU is one of the best. Uh, as Todd has said before, they really care about the members because they're a nonprofit, a not-for-profit agency, basically, about business that all they want to do is to – and Todd basically is, is my boss. I'm his boss. So uh, we, we, have, we have some drag out sometimes where I just don't think Todd's bringing in the right cup of coffee when he comes in here and I, he doesn't bring one for me and I thought as as his boss I should be getting a, and Todd's like really where's my coffee and this, these are the big struggles we have but that's what happens everybody's a member everybody's a boss that's right it's really cool and a lot of awesome stuff that BECU has been doing for years you can be a member you don't have to be a Boeing employee anymore you can be a, a liver a worshiper a student here in Washington State and anybody pretty much gets to be now part of BECU when you said liver I a liver the body uh, part yeah you can like, be a liver oh, of life <laughs> yes <laughs> 
<laughs> if you live here, you're a liver. Uh, anyway, so check it out, BECU.org. Todd, it's great to have you, buddy. Thanks, BJ. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.